The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangentic Podcast. I'm Seth, and this week I have Swoosh, and we have successfully re-corralled John Doe. I've Yay. been reincarnated. I'm no longer a figment of your imagination. Or Now he's I? a real squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, uh, given that just before we, we edited and uploaded last week's podcast... We had the Game Awards happen, and we had a whole lot of trailers, so this week we're going to go through the big trailer list. As always, I'll post the uh, collection video that we used for this in the show notes, so if you want to follow on, you can. Otherwise, you can listen to us prattle along. We do like to prattle. We're expert prattlers. Yes, yes, we are. Quite the prattlers, yes. So, massive prats. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, first trailer up off the list is The Lords of the Fallen, which is that not sequel to Lord of the Fallen that uh, someone's decided they fucking wanted se- to make. Sequel-ish. Like, the first one was a sort of a Souls-like game, and yeah. it not exactly memorable. I remember it being on no. Xbox. I think I got it in a free monthly game one month, and I installed it, played for a couple of hours, and then uninstalled it. I'd, yeah. I, I remember some- it existed. Look, it had some cool ideas. Like, one of the things I did think was kind of interesting was uh, when you die and you drop your souls, um, it you had a set amount of time to get back before they disappear. But if you got back to them and you didn't pick them up, they counted as a health regen. Hmm. So it, they would, of course, be next to something that killed you. So now you've got a health boon while you try and re-kill the thing that killed you. And if you can do it quickly, you don't lose many souls, or you can just run over and pick them up. That's yeah. pretty cool. That, that could be handy, or it could backfire, because if you died before you got to pick them up, you lost that and what you just picked up on the way back there. Yeah, but that's every Souls game. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, um, I suck at Souls games, so I'll probably give that one a miss. Oh, yeah. Look, I might, I might give it a look, because it does genuinely look kind of interesting, like, their art style is much stronger this time around. And yeah. it's that kind of weird, eldritch, kind of wet vibe that I really dig. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm a big Geiger fan. Um, so I'm pretty into what it's putting down. But I am hesitant because of that first game. It's like, is this going to feel like that? Or is this different enough? We'll have to kind of wait and see. Yeah. Uh, next one was the trailer for Forspoken. I'm keen uh, for Forspoken. It looks like fun. Look, the the thing that I think is odd is they went from showing a lot of big open areas with, like, big monsters and stuff to fight to a lot of enclosed spaces. They seem to have really pared down what they want to show people, and I kind of <laughs> wonder if that's like, oh, we we can't get those running quite as good as we want. Is it meant to be like a, a hack and slash kind of game? Or, like, I'm... <clears throat> trying to figure out what style of game it's meant to be they've been pitching it pretty pretty much more in that sort of like action like you know bayonetta style uh, um, action. yeah you gotta be moving around flicking out lots of spells you know you can do chip damage or you can do some big combos or you know that sort of thing seems to be yeah, the yeah. vibe they've been throwing out there I wouldn't be surprised if they did this on purpose to try and stop people uh, 
trying to link them with like Shadow of the Colossus kinds of games. It's like, no, no, we're not doing that. We need to show we can do other things. So that That's actually a, a yeah. That would be a good point. I actually hadn't thought of that. Because everyone's like, oh, like, it's a new Shadow of the Colossus. Like, no, 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 we're different. We swear. Looking at that, like a lot of the the open areas seem to be like large scale fights, like maybe a boss battle or that kind of stuff. Whereas everything in the small tight area seem to be smaller mobs. So unless that's the whole fucking point of it, like end level boss. Hey, honestly, don't know. Big thing. Yeah. Go fight. <laughs> Uh, next up was the newest cinematic trailer for Diablo 4. Again, they'd get more impact if they just said what they were going to do with microtransactions. I think people would yeah. probably care a little more than, oh my god, yeah. this video looks pretty with no actual content. You know, the thing Blizzard's been able to do for eternity at this point. Yeah. Right. We Honestly, know you can make a pretty trailer without yeah. showing any fucking gameplay. Honestly, we I, wouldn't mind if your entire animation department just disappeared and made a movie for a while and no game yeah. happened. Yeah. Fucking oath. I would happily watch a movie made by this, like, their studio because it's fucking mint. Yeah. I was really disappointed when the World of Warcraft movie wasn't done by them. Mm. Yeah. Like, why the, if you already run a studio that has so many fucking animators, why would you outsource that? That was just fucking dumb. Yeah. Don't know why they did that. It was I mean, idiotic. and the thing that's bizarre is they have such interesting stories to tell. Yeah. Yet they feel the need to either spread them out massively like a Diablo game, and I say this as a massive Diablo nerd. I fucking love Diablo. Um, but even I'm like, look, Ben, your story's so spread out and hidden. I actually watched a massive uh, lore-centric playthrough of Diablo, mm. and it was like, oh, hey, here's all that story I didn't catch. Um, and it was very interesting because I didn't see it. Or you get something like Overwatch, where it's a cool story, but it matters nothing to do with the gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Like, you keep putting out trailers like the story matters. So just, someone at your company clearly just wants to make the Overwatch movie, fucking let them. Yeah. yeah. And I would watch that. They have a weird lore, and I kind of want to know more about it, but I hate <laughs> the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, even watch this this Diablo Four. Like hmm. the the main well, the main lit up character looks like the Reaper from the um, Diablo Three. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Indominus. He's one of the head angels. There we go. I I played through Diablo Three, and I have no idea who the fuck I played. I just killed the thing that was in front of me. Numbers came so, out of it, and I kept moving. That's as much as I knew of the fucking story. So. Yeah, I'm more worried about what they're going to do to keep trying to charge me after I've bought yeah. the fucking game. That's all well, I really care about at this point in time with it. Yeah, I have some questions about how the open world, not open world online thing is going to play out. Um, yeah. Look, I'm not a huge fan of Act Liz right now. They've had a lot yeah. of controversies that have really soured me on the company. Like they might get me for D four, I don't know, but it's going to be waiting for reviews. I'm not buying yeah. that. Day well, one. they've they've already announced like the pre order stuff, and like there's a standard, and then there's the digital special, and then there's the the deluxe edition, and yeah. like the deluxe edition is the same as the previous one. You just get twenty skip ahead in a battle pass. Like, I, yeah, it's not Come worth on. the extra fucking the forty D- bucks. The D three special edition was better than that. I'm pretty sure you've still got that Soulstone USB skull thing, don't you, Swoosh? Yeah, that thing's awesome. 
Yeah, they, they gave you like a replica of Diablo's skull with the soul stone in the middle and the soul stone. Even better is the original oh. Diablo was in that shard. Like you plug it in and it installs the original oh, yeah. Diablo. That's awesome. But um, they've also said like because all the other previous games, like when you installed it, you got some like a little bit of cosmetic for a previous game, whether yeah. it be uh, fucking anything. But you get a single cosmetic for Diablo Immortal, and apparently it's a common cosmetic. Like, mm. what's what's the fucking point, really? Yeah. I don't fucking care about Diablo Immortal. No. We're, we've already bitched enough about Diablo Immortal. I think we did, like, two or three episodes in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's because they kept fucking up. <coughs> we'll stop talking about when they stop doing dumb shit. Uh, so, next one was Replaced. A side-scrolly, pixely thing. I don't know what it, that is. It's got a really cool, like, art style. It reminds me a little yeah. of a Lego movie, yeah. the art style. Like a pixelated Lego movie. That's what it reminds me of, but... And, like, the people are pixelated, but the world doesn't is, seem to be no. as much... It's, it's a 3D uh, world, but, like, the people are sprites, or the mm. creatures are sprites. It's like, and this it's got is very strange. Like, post-apocalyptic vibe going on. It's like, I don't know, man. It's it's really interesting. I'm pretty keen. It has yeah. piqued my interest enough that I, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm probably going to end up getting it. I know, yeah. Uh, next up was the expansion pack for Destiny, Destiny Lightfall, which is one of the, I think it's something like second last expansion they're doing for Destiny 2. Uh, um, yeah. Before they potentially move on to a Destiny 3. It, it actually, when I first seen this, I actually thought it was uh, Ubisoft trying to relaunch that, uh, with all the fucking players that fucking failed. Hyper, Hyper Squad, oh, I want to say. Um... Another they one did a battle about, royale and it, it was like they hyped it up for so long and then it just died it just disappeared yeah. and they shut the whole thing down I don't even remember it yeah but that's what I thought this was when the trailer first started it wasn't until it actually oh. finished that it said Destiny is like oh okay that's it's a Destiny oh 100% with all the colourful lights and shit it's like I, okay new game franchise okay I'm interested oh wait it's, yeah it's just fucking Destiny okay yeah so, I'm sorry, I'm not that hype know. on that game anymore. <laughs> no, it's massive fucking burnout. When you've done the exact same mm. thing for fucking six... Oh, sorry, they're in the seventh season of the same fucking thing with a slightly different story, but grind shit for the rest of it. Eh. Zero fucks given. Like, I mean, burnout I'm, is I've, real. I got a pretty solid tolerance for burnout. My biggest problem was that the the game took forever... Like, Destiny 1 took forever to get to the what people would quote-unquote call good... Mm. Yeah. And then they went into Diablo, and then they went into Destiny Two, and they're just like, "Okay, we're going to undo all of that work." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was the fucking and, point then? No, but even Destiny Two, they go through the whole thing, and it's like, "All right, all that stuff you've now you've done is now useless. Now we're doing a completely different thing, and you can't even play the old content. It's gone." All right. You want you want even dumber? Okay. So when they went over to the Witch Queen, they brought in a new subclass. Yeah. Um, and they updated the old subclasses to have new abilities. If you don't buy the Witch Queen, your old subclasses become locked because mm. you can't access the new ones because you don't have the new content. Uh, oh, wow. It's locked behind an item that you can only get as part of the Witch Queen campaign. That's a dick move. So they didn't just take away content because they took away the Shattered Reef when they brought out the Witch Queen. They locked the previous classes. That is so fucking dumb. That's really dickish. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking earth. 
Mm. Uh, next up was Behemoth. That looks like fun. Which, yeah, I'm I'm pretty in. That, that looks, looks really very cool. Shadow of the Colossus to me. There's yeah. one big problem with it though. It's VR. Problems, Wait, really? Oh, really? Yeah, did you miss the bit at the end where it says it's for Oculus no. Quest and, and all that right on the last oh, title PSVR card? PS VR 2. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck off. It looks fucking Can... great, VR only. Like, Wait. PR was great for a gimmick. Like, 3D was great for a gimmick. Mm. But f- can it just stop, please? Either go full fucking body immersion or go away. Look, there are some games I think actually work. Like, I still play Hot Dog Soul Shoes and Hang Rains. I still fucking love that game. I, I play I still Alex, think... but fuck me. Like... Um, actually, uh, I would highly recommend busting the VR kit out again and playing through Half-Life 2. They, some guys put out a massive mod that even got endorsed enough by Valve to put up on the Steam page, and it's actually really, really good. Nice. Um, I actually think the two games that aren't, aren't VR games that are the best are um, Half-Life 2 and Doom 3. Those are amazing <laughs> games in VR. Fair enough. I pretty much only ever played uh, Elite Dangerous and Alex on it. That's that was uh, it. <laughs> Elite, da- oh, sorry. Um, fucking Squadrons with a fucking flight stick was amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I went out and bought a flight stick just for that. Yeah. <laughs> so but good. like, flight stick plus VR headset. Oh, next level. That game was a stealth VR title. Yeah. Um, next up is Remnant 2, which, as far as I can tell, is a sequel to Remnant from the Ashes. I, um, I believe so. I'm assuming. I don't know how to feel about it, because Remnant from the Ashes was an okay game. Nothing really to write home about, but, like, this sequel looks a lot more interesting, so it might be good? I don't know. They, they may have learnt some lessons from the last one, they might have improved. It, it, this one looks a lot more fleshed out and a lot more yeah. like lot, there's a lot more body in the world like mm. seems a bit more to it not just uh, here's another grey ruined area here's another yeah. slightly green grey ruined area yeah Remnant was definitely one of those games with like a lot of cool ideas but not a lot of execution mm. yeah um, so hopefully maybe they can actually get their execution to meet their vision for this one so yeah. I'll keep an eye on it I'm not saying I'm going to buy it but I'll definitely keep it keep it on the radar uh, next up oh, look one people should just watch this because the, the fucking trailer is amazingly uh, animated I, I would watch an animated series just of this like oh, I know, if, right. it's if Blizzard does a movie of their fucking animators whoever does this needs to do a full fucking series because uh, this is this gorgeous this is super giant and they're amazing and they're, this is for Hades 2 uh, Hades 1 was great I fucking love oh, yeah. that Hades game one. Um, so, you know, a sequel to that, hell yeah, I mean, for more. Um, but damn, if this trailer isn't one of the, uh, probably the most stylish one I think is in this set. It just, yeah. Oh, it's fucking mint. It's really good. Like, that opening part of the cinematics is mm. so yeah. nicely animated. This, this feels like a little more open world than Hades was. Yeah. I like Hades, it, Hades, no, well, it just feels like a larger areas. Whereas Hades yeah, was okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you go into a room, you kill everything in the room, or you solve the puzzle. Whatever you do, then you go to the next room, and you rinse, repeat until you've got to the end. Whereas this seems like an actual area. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm keen, very keen. This this reminds me of uh, I want to say Transistor. Yeah, um, that's another game by Super oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me very much of that looking at it, yeah. 
I love Transistor. Such That's a good, good reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> it helps when it's done by the uh, same mob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've done some amazing stuff. Um, so they keep just putting out bangers. So I'm yeah. not, uh, I'm not they worried about burnt it being us good. Yet. Like, it's getting to that point of like, fuck, when are they going to do something stupid? I can knock it on wood there, bud. <laughs> they haven't done I it. I don't think it's yeah. going to be. I doubt it's going to be Hades 2. It, no. It looked. Yeah. It'll be when they get bought out by someone. At, at the very least, I fucking them. hope it's not because I it looks good. and I want to yeah. play it. Hundred <laughs> mm. uh, percent. Next up is the what appears to be the launch trailer for Baldur's Gate Three. We might finally get it to one point I legitimately thought this game had been cancelled. It's been so long since they put anything out for it. I mean, they've been slowly chugging away with the early access version, constantly putting out stuff. Hmm. Yeah, and um, like even from like the beginning of the early access, they've had big sections of it blocked out, and this will not be available till launch. This will not be available till launch. Or like yeah. they've slowly been adding content and classes, and not really meaningful stuff for an early access. Normally, you get like a, another section of a world, or a little bit yeah. more of a story, or a, a bit more fleshing out of the characters and world. But this has pretty yeah. much been a a, a six-hour demo, is what it yeah. felt like. And they kept just giving you new ways to play that demo. Yeah. I've played that, through the that, same demo probably four or five times now, and I, I need more of it. I just want to fucking do the rest of the story. <laughs> Look, the minute I realized they weren't going to give you much story and they had no intention of adding the story through the early access, yeah. I just went, not until release. Yeah, I kind of wrote that one off myself. I'm like, I'll, I'll get to it when it comes out. Then it never came out. Well, yeah. it is on August, so... We'll finally get to have a look at that one. We will play Excellent. Only, only uh, just over half a year to go. Yay! Yay! Get another uh, three bloody early access updates between now and then. Mm. <laughs> Probably. Uh, next up is Street Fighter Six. Um, meh. I don't play yeah. fighting games anymore. I haven't played uh, Street Fighter in a very long while. I mean, some people love them. They st- it still has a competition scene. Uh, I mean, so. come on. Evo's still a thing. Yeah. So there's someone out there who's very happy about this, probably like squeeing in the corner. Unfortunately, that person just isn't in this. Yeah, room. just no. more power to you. It's just, I don't think it's any of us three. Yeah. Look, I'll freely <laughs> yeah. admit, like when it shows up at EVO, I'll be a little bit excited because the Street Fighter fights at, at EVO are generally really good. <laughs> but mm. there's that, it's that thing where you watch professionals like really show off what a game can do. And then it's like, yeah. see, this is why people play fighting games. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I can't play like that. <laughs> I have not the, the good of this. But the, this looks very much like build your own fighter and play through Street yes. Fighter. They, yep. that, that is the big thing about the campaign in this one is you essentially do a bit of a build the fighter. And they're using it as a lot more um, to help teach um, how to play the game. So you'll learn a lot more about how to do special attacks, footsies, all that kind of mm. shit. Not, um, not just button bash and pray you get someone in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next after that was Wild Hearts, which kind of looks like Japan, but Monster Hunter. Wasn't that already Monster Hunter? Yeah. This, to me, it feels more like a Chinese mythology, just looking Look, at it, the art style. It's mm. more that it's ha- it's leaning a lot more on, like, Asian mythology. Yeah. Yes, Monster Hunter's made by an Asian company, but it's all dragons and lizards and stuff. This stuff looks like like Asian mythology mythology monsters yeah alright it looks pretty interesting and I might give it a shot because I enjoyed the hell out of Monster Hunter there's no reason I won't like this one I know right 
Um, next up after that was Blood Bowl 3. Um, it's Blood Bowl. If you're into that, you're into that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've actually played Blood Bowl. I know what it is, but I've never got around to playing it. I played Blood Bowl 1, and I played a little bit of Blood Bowl 2. But, like, I'm not that into football. So, yeah. yes, it's more fun with all these characters. You can beat the fucking shit out of each other, and you can, like, tackle the ref so you can get away with more crap and, and all kinds of fun shit like that. But, it, ultimately, you're playing fantasy football, and I yeah. don't like football that much. Mm. Uh, then there's Crime Boss, which was next. Yeah. I'm not I... sure what they're going for with Crime Boss. It has Yondu. Um, uh, I, I, I like it for that reason. Look, man, it's got the dude who played Yondu, uh, Danny Glover, Danny Trejo, and for mm. some fucking reason... Look, I, I know I mentioned this before the fucking podcast we re- started recording, but, like, what the fuck? Vanilla Ice is still alive? Yeah, and that Chuck, was probably And one Chuck the Norris, the bloke from fucking Kill Bill, I uh, can't remember yeah. his fucking name. Like, yeah. Kim Basinger, like... <laughs> I, I'm getting this game primarily to get... Yeah, like, I'm getting this most of the voice actors, I think. Like, I have no Danny idea what this Trejo. game is. But... It looks very much like Payday in Vice City. Yeah. that's To me, that's what Maybe. it looks like. It's got a bit of a GDA-type vibe as well. Yeah. I, look, I honestly have no idea what the fuck I'm looking at. Yeah, it's basically just nothing but a cinematic trailer kind of thing, so we have no idea what this game is, but it has our attention. <laughs> look, they, yeah. they crammed it up. Like, I hate saying it, but they crammed enough named actors into it that I'm like, okay, what do you got? It's, it's the crammed enough named actors to be enjoyable or fucking shit. That's yeah. pretty much the only two ways it'll go. Yeah. Because they probably dumped the entire budget into getting those names and faces. Oh, oh absolutely. 100%. Come on. None of those guys are like, <laughs> well, except maybe villain, Vanilla Ice because he yeah. hasn't done jack shit in ages. Mm. Um, none of those other actors that we mentioned are cheap no so they're definitely working like the star power's gotta get us over the line oh yeah like I said it's I hate saying it because I hate the fact that I'm interested because of celebrities yeah Yeah. (laughs) but I'm interested because of the celebrities uh next up was Judas Space Bioshock Uh, um, yeah this is a, a new, it's a new game from a new studio, but the head designer is one of the people who worked on Bioshock as a head designer. So there's a good reason it's got this weird Bioshocky vibe because, well, of course it fucking does. Yeah. The just on a different the the song that's playing in the background. This reminds me of just a slowed down <laughs> sea shanty with fucking more industrial noises behind it. Yeah. Like, if you listen, it's like it's an industrial sea shanty. This I don't know what it is, but I want it. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, an actual song somewhere. I've got it on one of my um, my playlists, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in knowing a little more about the what this game is. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely like, yep, you're squarely on the radar. Yeah. See you when we can have some more. <laughs> and everyone wants more Bioshock. Like, oh, yeah. Even similar to Bioshock. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up was the... Company Heroes 3. The... Company Heroes 3. Eh, Console Heroes edition. Are, yeah, Yay. it's for the PlayStation release, I think. I think, um, it, I think it just says Console Edition at the end of it. Okay. Oh, it's just they drop a big PlayStation logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's an RTS that you're playing on anything other than a PC. You're playing it wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you, you've hamstrung yourself from the start. Uh, if you ever yeah. go from that and go to play on PC, 
you're, you're probably better off not have ever played it before. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, fucking console people. Yeah. <laughs> RTSs are just better on PC. Absolutely. Ah, oh, fucking viewfinder. It looks like it's going to break my head. Yeah. I'm I know. It does to... say coming to PlayStation in 2023 for Company Heroes. Sorry. Said that. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, viewfinder is. It's going to hurt. It's gonna it, hurt it's me. a lot of like perspective based puzzling and um, that actually, stuff is I'll, great fun, but <laughs> I I need to check uh, viewfinder um, because this looks like a Jonathan Blow game. Wasn't there oh. another game that was very similar to this a while ago? Where like um, like picking up and adjusting items in the world for scale and to size to solve puzzles and shit. Um, uh, Superliminal. That one, yeah. yeah. I knew it existed. Just fuck, I knew the name of it. <laughs> okay, I can't see anything that says it is, but it's got this. It, it feels like a Jonathan Blow game, um, but it look it looks interesting. I just know it's gonna make my brain hurt. I, I know that for a fact. My brain will hurt to play this fucking game. Uh, fucking yeah. confusingly obvious answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next after that is Meet Your Maker. Um, I probably, I, I don't know how I feel about this game because it's got a heavy, um, emphasis on this idea that you will build, like, this elaborate dungeon and then people have to try and invade it. Yeah. It's this, like, this looks like it's made for Minecraft streamers. Like, build your own thing yeah, and now, you try and go through it. Like, made for fucking streamers to challenge their fucking viewers. Yeah. More or less. Um, uh, look, I don't know. Because any game that heavily relies on the player base to make it good has a shelf life. Oh, but either definitely. It strikes enough of a chord to keep a player base around for a good while, or it quickly turns just into the hard cores, and there is no middle ground for you to get better yeah. at this game. Like Mario Maker. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. If you're not hardcore on Mario, good fucking luck to you. Yeah, everything's a Kaizo hack now. Yeah. So I feel like that's what's going to happen to this game. It'll have an interesting start, and it'll just bleed off to only the guys who are real hardcore about it. Pretty much. Which you can't really can, like maintain a franchise on that size player base. Like no. You need at least some generalist players, or some noobs that stick around to become anything else. But Yeah. Uh, next up is After Us, which uh, I'm not sure how to feel. It looks like it might be... A, a pretty chill game but with some weird little bit of like running away look the girl seems to just walk around and make flowers appear yeah. and it, has it, powers to turn industrial areas into forest it gives me like journey vibes it does I'm here for that so yeah I'm pretty into those stuff so I, I'm I'm pretty keen to, to sit down and check it out at some point um, but I have literally no idea what this is other than a even the, platformer. Like, the silhouette and even the running of the character is very journey. Like, yeah, the movement it's everything the jump is like, that got me. Yeah. Like the, uh, uh, the floaty jump that, the, that she the has. The floaty jump dash, yeah. Uh, particularly the bit where she does the, the rail grind on the, mm. on the cables. Yeah. That just looks like when you're skating through the sand. Like, I'm uh, going to watch it. I play this game. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, next up after that is Star Wars uh, Survive, which uh, a Jedi Survive. Uh, which, you know, sequel to Fallen Order. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm totally into that. That gives me a reason to play uh, Fallen Order again. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I just, like, literally, when we sat down to start recording, I got a little bug from um, Game Pass being like, Hey, would you like to play Fallen Order again? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> um, but look, I'm, I'm super in. Like, the first one was really fun. Bring on a mm. second one. And, and I like the idea that you've got... It looks like we're going to get a fourth Saber style. Yeah. And I'm all about it because it appears to be a Claymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be um, fun. Like, and they've even upgraded Archie a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like, um, he actually looks a little older, like he's actually lived in the world, not just... He's a new character with the... like Some of these oh, sequels they throw out a game, it's like, this character looks nothing like the the, the previous mm. game where I'm meant to be playing the same. He actually looks like he's lived in the world and had been through some mm. shit since. He so, looks like he's actually been good. on the run. Yeah. Although, weirdly, like a lot of people are really shitty about the grizzled look. Why? I don't know why. I, I think it works. I was generally surprised in the first game when they made a fucking a ginger Jedi. I thought they'd all be Sith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that turn. Although I, that game had some fucking magical points. Like the first time oh, that Vader turns up. Oh, God. Oh, was Every time Vader showed up in that game. Yeah. But they just... Yeah, no, I'm keen for this sequel. Like, it's going to be good. Uh, next up is the uh, DLC trailer for Horizon Forbidden West. I enjoyed Horizon, I, but I don't know if I'm if I care enough to really get the DLC. At the moment, I, I want to care, but until it comes to PC, I can't. Yeah, that's mm. if they just at the like ass end of this said right the DLC for the game, also PC release. I don't care if it's a fucking year from now. Just give me something. Something to look at. Well, currently we look like... We're, it's starting to look like we're dealing with a uh, two-year turnaround on yeah. on games coming from from PS5 to PC. Yeah. But um, they get the primary sale, then they get the DLC sale, wait for all that to taper out, and then do the PC sale. That seems to be the, the pattern they're working with. But we'll yeah. have to wait and see. Uh, next up is a game I'm super hyped for, which is Atomic Heart. Which is basically mm. Bioshock, but Russia. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've been watching this game for ages. I am so fucking keen for Atomic Heart. The uh, first trailer, when they first announced this, the trailers they had felt very, to me, Fallout Russia. And it mm. just seems to have evolved a little more towards Bioshock. It just seems a little changed a little bit. Once they actually started showing gameplay, that's yeah. where it really started to be like, ah, see, you've got the weapon in one hand and powers in the other, mm. or a gun, and they're doing the dual wield weapons thing. Um, that's where it really started to be like, ah, this is what this is. It, yeah. It's, it's less Fallout, more more Bioshock. Which, again, we all love our Bioshock, so kind of okay with that. That being said, if they're kind of blending the two, I don't got a problem with that. No. Yeah. But yeah, no, that looks like fun. Uh, next up is it, this is the dumbest thing because this is a trailer for the hide and seek mode for Among Us which is a fan thing yeah this is an official by the developer make of the game mode but the fans came up with this and they monitored it in and they've been playing it for ages it's, it's already out essentially yeah and then of course like the actual developers going we can steal that like, yeah. guys come on <laughs> Pretty much. I tried to play Among Us. I don't know if I'm just bad at it, but yeah. I just don't I, like social deduction games. Yeah, fucking oath. I got to the point where it's like, everyone in this team is a dickhead. Like, if I'm not yeah. killing you, I'm sick of playing. Yeah. You really need to have, like, 
a group of people to play them, I think. Like, yeah. The only times and, I've seen anyone have fun with Among Us is when they get a full squad of their own buddies. and that Yeah. Is. When you can Pretty actually, much. like, have a chat with your mates and talk shit and, like, actually have a fucking... A, a bit of banter, not just... I don't actually yeah. know who you are, so I don't know where the boundary is that I can step up to or cross. So, yeah, pretty mm, much. But I just, I didn't kill you. Please don't vote for me. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. if we've got uh, enough people, I might give it a shot. But That's it, though. Uh, next up is the uh, trailer for Dune Awakening, which is like, hey, that's cool, except it's an MMO and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I Look, man, I understand I'm not actually that old, but I am, as far as this is concerned, I am an old crotchety man, and I don't care about MMOs anymore. No. If this was a a single-player campaign, like an old-style Mass Effect game, or like something that I actually go through and can give a fuck about the world and actually do something in it, not just, oh, I'm here with, by the time it releases, probably 20,000 other people, and zero fucks given. I have no impact on the world. Don't care. Yeah. I mean, if look, I wanted if, to live in a world where I had zero impact, I'd walk around a normal life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, I play games only, for escapism, damn it. Yeah. There's only one game franchise that uh, that's an MMO that if they put out a new one right tomorrow, I would bother playing would be another Guild Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Guild Wars 2 is so it. good. I know. Mm. But like, if they decided they wanted to do another mainline numbered Guild, War, Guild, uh, Guild Wars bad. game... <laughs> yeah. But I they, would be okay to buy that. Not long ago, they dropped another large DLC for that. And yeah, it's they did. pretty fucking good. I dumped another yeah. lump of time into that. <laughs> I Look, do want they, to go back and play Guild Wars again. Like, it's been so long, and I've forgotten basically everything. Look, man, their fucking buy once, play forever model is like, yeah, yeah cool, that fits mm, into my life as far as an MMO is concerned. That was the sole reason I bought the first game. Like, oh, it's an MMO that I don't have to keep paying for? I'll give it a go. And then I enjoyed it. It's like, holy yeah. shit. I don't, I don't like having to pay for shit I've already fucking bought. And you don't feel like you've got to play every weekend to make that no. subscription worth it. Exactly. Like, much. I you pick it up again six months. months from now or uninstall it and reinstall it three years later. Yeah. Mm. Like, I played it at launch and then I didn't play it for ages and then when they put out their first expansion pack it was like, I'll go back for the expansion. All right. Yeah. And yeah. I just got to jump back in. I didn't have to worry about subscription Actually, fees and or they fucking were, anything. They were having digs at WoW recently when uh, WoW were about to release the, the Dragon Sync. And they did a whole marketing campaign. It's like, come to Guild Wars, you can fly a dragon now. <laughs> anyway, you do what you fucking want with it. Like, we don't just fly dragons. Here, ride a fucking motorcycle, drive this thing, ride a fucking a war turtle with fucking turrets. Like, there's a whole heap of shit you can do. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just quite funny, like a month before yep. the latest WoW update. Um, next trailer up is just the trailer for the newest shit for Genshin Impact. Yeah. It's a very pretty game, but I've never actually played it. I have. It's actually pretty fun. I hate saying that. It, it, it is chock full of... Like, the thing I will admit about Genshin Impact, yes, it's a gotcha game, but it also is not trying to not be. Yeah. It's not <laughs> trying to lure you in or pretend that it's not. It's like, no, no. The only way to get characters and level up and get gear is to play the gotcha game. It's unapologetically yeah. a, a gotcha game. Yeah, and there's something about that that to me is like, well, look, if you're going to be a gotcha game, be one. Don't try and fake it. Mm. Yeah. Don't be sneaky about it. Just throw it out there. This is what... Yeah. Live with it. Yeah. Uh, next trailer up is Tekken... Uh, Tekken, Tekken 8? 8. God, I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> much Tekken the same 8. as Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. The people who like Tekken, have fun with it. Enjoy the new Tekken. 
I'll only care at Evo. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll watch you it, beat each other up in the background. Yeah. You're fine. It looks pretty and cool. Good, good luck to you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next up was Wayfinder. Um, I'm not sure what this is. My biggest interest in it is that it's being put out by DE, which is Digital Extremes, who make Warframe, a game I yeah. really like. So it's like, ooh, what is this? What are you publishing, it, DE? It looks interesting, but I, I don't know what to make of it. Is it like a Diablo clone, or is it a squad-based That's game? what I was... It looks like is almost a, a squad-based hack and slash. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if it's a squad-based hack and slash, I'm interested. Well, just looking yeah. at it, it looks like a third, like a third-person view hack and slash style of game, just with the the abilities they use and how they're moving around on the screen. Yeah, because mm. it'd be hard to do that from straight top down. Yeah, and yeah, just you're a three-man squad. It just seems to make sense to me if it's a third-person hack and slash. Yeah. Okay, that's well, what it is. Well, it might be we'll have to keep an eye on it and see what uh, see what comes out of that. Yep. Uh, next up is. Post trauma. Uh, when I first saw this, I thought it was Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. it does give off that. Silent Hill, re- early Resident Evil, somewhere there. Yeah, a lot of that fixed camera angle, real spoopy shits going on. Yeah, or even just like a misaligned camera angle, so you're meant to feel a little. Mm, this is odd. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm actually pretty keen, but I really like horror games. So um, yeah, I think I'll probably end up giving this a look and definitely keep an eye on it. Uh, next up after that is the Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord. Uh, it's a VR game. I don't care. I just and don't it's care. It's a cringy fucking trailer where they're in a oh, room yeah. by themselves without a fucking headset talking to each other. <coughs> I swear. Uh, and announcing what they're doing. God fucking damn. Just play the fucking game. I'd want to be able to play this so if I'm sitting on the fucking lounge and don't have to fucking move. Yeah. Like, don't show how to make the sausage when it comes to VR things. Don't show yeah. behind the curtain. You, we don't want to deal with that. For fuck's sake. The closest I, I live in my can... house. I don't want to look like an idiot. I know I already do. Just don't show me. The closest you can do is have people put on the VR headset to signify that this is, in fact, a VR game. Yeah. And yeah. then never show them again. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when, when that headset's on, you're gone. I don't want to think about how stupid I look stumbling around my own apartment with a giant electrical bandana on my, like, my face. Yeah. But, like, a lot of, like, I had an issue with a lot of VR games where you actually had to move around in the world. I got a bit of motion sickness from it because there was no actual motion there. I didn't feel like I was, but the world around me was moving. And that worked in Alex where you could, like, step to a point and do what you needed to do. Like, it was a distinct yeah. point. But a game like that looks like you need to move around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or how the fuck do you get around that? Same as that VR game earlier on. Like, you're going to need to move around a bit. That's going to well, fucking screw they're a lot of pushing people. It on, um, they're pushing it on VR Quest, which is the one with, like, new cables. Mm. Hmm. Um, so they're definitely pushing for, like, a more, like, you're not tethered experience. Yeah. Uh, next trailer up is Blue Protocol. Uh, looks so JRPG. Yeah. It's like, like JRPG. Good luck to you. Looks like fun. I mean, I might give it a shot. Who knows? I will admit, every now and then I get into weird moods and I decide I want to play a JRPG. I might. Every play so it, often that, that bug bites bites me yeah. as well. It's like, just sitting there at home, it's like, you want to play a JRPG? It's like, I really do. Okay. <laughs> then dump eight hours into it and never touch it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I finish them. I always finish them. 
I, I don't. Eight for hours. Me, like, and I'm, I'm done with this now. <laughs> for me, I got to a point with Dragon Quest. I was like, I'm gonna run around and do things, and then it's like, <laughs> God, why? Why would you pull me in this way? Why would you make me feel things, you bastards? I think it's more just because like I chew through games like they're nothing. Hmm. So when you suddenly get me on a nice like kind of like Zen treadmill of the kind of low grind that a good JRPG does, I can just sit there and and go. Yeah. It's like someone put me on an omni wheel and I've got all the time in the world. Whereas most games I'm like, it's done. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Uh, next up was Immortals uh, Immortals of the Avium. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty, I, but it tells me jack shit. I don't know what this is. What What are you? I'll tap back in once you give me something to give a shit about. Not yeah. whatever this was. Hey, it showed us a very nice-looking gauntlet. I don't know what that gauntlet do. Yeah. Uh, and like, the next chapter... Ne sorry? I was just saying, uh, it's very like, uh, you're inside of a clock. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this game is. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice gauntlet and it has something to do with the magic. I don't fucking know. But it's not enough. It's not enough to tell me anything, even if I want or don't want it. Uh, next trailer up is for Fortnite Chapter 4. We don't care. I don't think any of us have actually played Fortnite. No. I, 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 actually, I, no, up a little I, I played bit to give Fortnite it a before it was a Battle Royale. Yeah. Ah, I played the actual yeah. story and the actual campaign of Fortnite, and I enjoyed it. I had fun with that. And then, yeah, it became what it is, and I lost all interest. Yeah. And then the Child Nation attacked. Yeah. Oh, look, my biggest problem is the fact that they're getting all of these big-name um, characters and stuff in Fortnite. It's just yeah. like, ah, oh, it hurts me. Because, like, the newest one's the Doom guy. And Shock Horror, I own the Collector's Edition with the Doom guy helmet. I'm a big fan of Doom. Uh, mm. So seeing the fucking Doom, uh, Doom guy fucking showing up in Fortnite, it's just like, ah, oh, a bit of my soul hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the, in Fortnite... There's a, a Mr. Beast thing coming up where everyone's got three hours or a chance has three hours with a chance to win a million dollars. If you play for three hours in a certain time period and complete a certain challenge, okay. you can win money and shit. Apparently, still hmm. not gonna play. So, yeah, I I don't have enough fucks to give for it, but yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, next up is that uh, Horizon VR game. Yeah. <sighs> See, this is second Horizon trailer. This is where they could have gone. Also, PC edition. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, fucking hopeful. <laughs> the VR game is actually the one I would have thought if they were gonna do a dual release, they would have because the VR setup is much yeah. stronger on PC. You've got options, multiple headsets. People own a lot of them these days because they're getting pretty cheap to pick up second hand. I mean, they're still like four, five hundred bucks, but that's actually much more in the realm of viable than they used to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a great market, and no, playing this would have been good, but, you know, no, it's just for PlayStation VR. Yeah. Uh, after that is Scars, uh, Scars Above. Uh, I have no idea what this is actually going to be, but it gave me a lot of Returnal vibes when I first saw it. The, I'm kind of keen. It looks like fun. Like, watching it, there's no, like, you pick, the character picks up a gun, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of shooting action like they use the gun to solve a yeah. couple of puzzles but yeah. it doesn't look like a combat game more of a environmental puzzle game yeah yeah but I don't know is my point it's like no exactly it's or, yeah I'm, 
I'm not going to... Oh, no, there are, there are a few enemies in it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Look, it looks interesting. I will probably keep an eye on it, but, like... I don't know. I don't know what it is, so... And speaking of... I, speaking of I don't know what it is, Transformers Reactivated is the next one. And, yeah... What the fuck even is this? I'm assuming it's going to be a four-man team thing. An, an asymmetric multiplayer game. Yeah. Because they're still though, all the rage, weirdly. Though, even if you had, like, four humans and an Autobot and the other team was four humans and a Decepticon. Like, mm. that'd be interesting, but then why would you want to play a human when you can play a Transformer? Like, you'd be exactly. better off just fucking... Yeah. The queue, like, they'd have the same queuing problems they have with other versions like that, where it's like, oh, no one wants to play as the fucking normie people. We're going to have to force yeah. them to be the normie people. And for all and we know, looking at it, it could end up being a fucking mobile game. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Okay, so, uh, while it's only, like, we don't know anything about the fucking game yet, but we do know that it is an online multiplayer game. Yeah. Ah, there goes all interest. Yeah. Pretty much. Why can't uh, they just do a new set of like War for Cybertron that series? Like just uh, yeah. something Those new. Are great series. Those just are fantastic. An actual enjoyable story with like you feel like Give there's us something the story in the world game, to kick like, ass. Yeah, anything for like the story for the actual Transformers stuff would be amazing. Can you imagine a Steam Heart game would be fun? Because mm. that comic was pretty damn good. I think I ever yeah. read that one. It's Transformers in the Steam Age and it's fucking awesome. I kind of gathered that. <laughs> Um, next up was the trailer for the next-gen update for Witcher 3. Meh. Yay. I've already played through The Witcher. I don't have any interest in going back. Just pretty. No extra content. Actually, no, uh, there is extra content. There's a few new missions and some, uh, some updated stuff in there, but not, not yeah. enough to warrant, like, there's not enough new again. stuff in it to warrant a DLC. That's why it's yeah. all free content. It's just <clears throat> minor fixes and shit that should have been fixed a while ago. Hmm. And apparently it's broken, like, all of the major mods. They've cherry-picked all the, the pretty mods and added them into it, but that's changed enough of the game that no other mods work for it at the moment. So everyone's got to go back and recompile all the other useful mods. Mm. Like the auto-loot and skip Gwent. I'm sure yeah. people love uh. Gwent, but I fucking... It drives me out the wall. No, Cannot stand Gwent. Gwent. Yeah. Uh, next up is Nightingale. This is a game that looks really, really cool, and I really, really love the art style for, but I probably will hate. I mean, that one, if, I think it's going to end up being a multiplayer thing, because it is a base buildy game yeah. survival thing, which, if I'm left alone, I will build an amazing base. All I need is people to go out and get me shit, so we might <laughs> we might be good for streaming this one, so it's like just yeah. me in the background building random shit. Me going off on an adventure for an hour and a half, and then coming back and being like, oh, goddamn. Why is there a new tower? That hill needed a tower. <laughs> and me watching, because my internet's too shit to stream. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up was the trailer for Final Fantasy 16. Ah, um, always simulated 16. I like it. Yeah, uh, this is this is the Final Fantasy where black people aren't allowed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. What the fuck? Yeah. Because it's Europe. They don't exist. It, no. They need to be... Uh, accurate to the time period and there were no black people so we're not putting any black people in it it must be accurate this. to the time period there's a chocobo yeah we're only yeah. allowed to have chocobos and all the but magic but and all if the you other look things. it's a white chocobo hmm <laughs> <laughs> look 
as far as Final Fantasy games go, it looks so so Final Fantasy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next up is the second trailer for Lords of the Fallen. For some reason, I think that might just be a like a it's a mini trailer from something else, so they just sort mm. of slotted it into this compilation yeah. again. We'll tack it in here. They paid extra. But, uh, but the real next trailer is Amakor. Yeah, yes! kind of keen for giant um, death. Amakor Six: Fires of the Rubicon. Um, I fucking love. Uh, fucking Armor Core, they're such fucking good games, and I normally don't like the Japanese mecha robot games. I'm a I'm a very mech warrior guy. I like my robots to feel chunky. Yeah, but Armor Core hits that butter zone perfectly. I love Armor Core, so I'm pretty hyped for hyped for that one. I'll definitely give that a shot. See how it goes. Yep. Uh, next up was Death Stranding Two. The only okay. thing I will say for this trailer is. Just to any game developer anywhere, stop putting babies into the cinematics. They always look creepy. You can't make them cute. Sort of Please the point. Stop. This is ah. Yeah. Too yeah. close to Uncanny Valley. Like it was when the first when they first announced the first Death Stranding. Everyone was like, "What the fuck is this game?" Yeah. And like this, what the fuck is this game? Like parts this look yeah. like it's set on another world in the fucking sci-fi universe and yeah who knows it could know. be another it could be another walking simulator it could be fucking Metal Gear Misty who the fuck knows <coughs> no fucking clue but it's just hey it worked for them last time or maybe yeah. it'll work for them this time I, I never actually finished this game no I, I played a couple of hours of the first one and yeah I got bored I kept being to have a look and just never did. Yeah. Uh, next up is Banishes Ghost of a New Eden. Uh, I mean, could be good. The trailer is very cinematic and then there's a tiny little bit of gameplay at the end. Um, it could be fun? I don't know. It looks like a medieval ghost fighter game. Like, Yeah. You seem to be running around with your ghost buddy beating up monsters. So, mm. you know... That's already a good concept for me to want to play it, so... Yeah. I just wish we had more than, like, three seconds of gameplay. Look, hopefully we might get something at E3 next year, but... Maybe. Even, even just, uh, uh, is it a single-player campaign, or is it a another fucking team thing, or, like, is it a two-man squad, like, you and a fucking ghosty buddy, or what? I'd just like to know a little more about it, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's, like, piqued my interest enough that if I hear its name at another showing or something, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, what's what, what do you got? Um, next up is Call of Duty is getting a raid. I don't Yay! Care. I don't play Call of Duty. It, one, why not just make a slightly harder campaign mission? Like, add, uh, add a campaign DLC. Like, I, you, I don't really give a fuck about playing with other people online through content where you might have to work together that never works yeah but it's they Call never work together Portal it's 2 Call guaranteed that hmm. Portal 2 was really fun to fuck with each other though <laughs> exactly uh, but I mean like it's Call of Duty they only care about the multiplayer they don't give a shit about anything else yeah actually no they don't even care about multiplayer anymore they only care about Warzone that's it yeah that's the yeah, cash cow at the moment that's all they're running with pretty much um, next up was the newest trailer for the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League which continues I'm, to not show me how the game functions yeah mm. I have no idea what this game is but I'm still kind of keen 
Like, I'm going to keep an eye out for more of this shit. Oh, look, I'm assuming I'm, another squad game, because that seems to be the current meta. Well, the big question is, what kind of squad game? Are we playing mm. only one character? Can we switch between the characters? Is it going to be leveling uh, up? Is it going to be a Gotham Knights, or is it going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm, yeah. I actually would really like it to go Guardians of the Galaxy. That'd be Fucking great. Oath. And I'm going to say it now, the main character that you play as should be uh, Deadshot. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you could do because... a little bit of close-in and a little bit of range. Like, yeah. He's the most also, accessible character for that. He's also the uh, more stoic leader character, whereas all the other characters around him are much more zany. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get the feeling if you're playing one of those zany characters, and I get the feeling a lot of people would be like, I want to play Harley. I get the feeling that's going to wear out its um, welcome quicker than you think it would. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I definitely, uh, like, I'd like it Guardians of the Galaxy style, but you play Deadshot, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm all for but that. We'll have to still have to wait and see what the fucking gameplay is. And the last trailer in this video is for a new Bayonetta game, but it's some kind of prequel thing, and it's in a completely different art style and gameplay style, so I'm not that interested. It's like yeah, weird I story. I probably wouldn't care if it was Bayonetta. an actual Bayonetta game, but I have less cares now. I like the character action games. Bayonetta's always been good. I've been playing Bayonetta 3. It's a lot of fun. I like those games. But this one is not those games. It's not the cool character action game no. I came to the franchise for. It's this mm. JRPG storybook thing, and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's all the trailers. Well, following that, we have a, a concert with... Uh, Game Awards flute guy, if anyone goes through and watches that, because he's pretty fucking funny. He gets right into it on the flute. Ah, he's yeah, like, he <laughs> the video we have has like all these um, key points in the video, which is great, so you can skip through them. But when I saw Concert, like, that's a weird name for a game. And then, like, it started up, I didn't realize it was actually just a An concert. actual orchestra. <laughs> yeah, until like good four seconds in, I'm like, this but, weird gameplay. Oh, shit, trailer. this is real! Yeah, there's a trailer in the background. Like, what game is... Oh, it's all the games. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then <Yeah>. Flute Guy. <laughs> okay. Fucking going ham. Yeah. Now we just need to see Flute Guy do a collab with Left Shark. Yes. <laughs> Done. Uh, but there was another thing we're doing this week. Another thing yes. to talk about. We read yes. a book. Well, we did. We, lis we l listened to read a book. Yes. The book was... Columbus Day by Craig Allen yeah. which um, feels it's it different types of book depending how far through you get yeah yeah. the first like first third of that book is just all America go save the world march forward with the army and stuff which uh, the, is the first the first part of that book they could have turned into its own series of like a survival <clears throat> thing during an alien yeah. invasion and I thought that yeah. could have been pretty fucking cool and then it jumps, like, it goes from that into a second stage where it's yeah. a little more like, there's the enemy, fucking shoot the bad guy. And then the third stage, which, yeah, <laughs> it all fucking yeah. starts to it, go a little all over the shop. Strange. It is essentially the essential of the human race in one book. Because, like, yeah. it felt like I'm going to rush through the backstory of a game and just force you to get into it. But I, I did enjoy it. It was good fun. Um... The last third is where it really picked up for yes. me when they bring in the Skippy character. Because um, the main character was great and all, but it's just him talking to himself. 
yeah. uh, the entire way. But then they bring in Skippy, who has his level of banter back. It's like, yes, I like this. You guys talk really well. Yeah. And that kept yeah. me going. So it was less of a diary and, and like, a this is what's happening thing to an actual adventure. The immortal AI beer can. <laughs> yeah. And the and, fact it has a sense of humor is fucking great. Yeah, very much. And just likes fucking with people. Yeah. And I've, I've, as I normally do with these series, I listen to the first one and get hooked and binge listen to a lot of them. And it, it gets, like, it ramps up and up and up and up and up. And yeah, there's a few points where it feels like it might not jump a shark, but it jumps a guppy. Mm, and then, yeah. yeah. But I think there's the 16 thing... books in the series and the 16th is an actual end to it. It's not oh, nice. done. I think it, it's yet to come out, but it's an official mm. over. Honestly, and, it felt yeah. like um, when I was reading through it, after I'd finished it all, I could look back at it, the whole thing of... It felt like the first two-thirds were them leading up to getting the plot. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was all set up, and then they, the plot kicks in. It's like, oh, shit, this is fun. I like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then and the, the lead up to, like, like they're here to help us, but they're really treating us like shit. And then... To a point, where it's like, are we are we the bad guys? Like, yeah, where are we at here? And Hans, the, the reevaluation, the and then and then trying to, uh, not only like realize, oh fuck, we're we're here with the people we were enemies with, and maybe they shouldn't have been our enemies, and now we've got to try and work with those people against the people we were just fucking allies with, and mm. Mm, I yeah, just found the the dynamic of that of having to try and change sides in the middle of a fucking yeah. war interesting. Especially in a war where their supply lines are controlled by these people they have yeah. to break from. I think the big problem with that is until you get to Skippy joining the squad, they don't have enough perspective to understand that. Yeah, no, it's very much can't see the forest with the trees. Like, they can see yeah. the, the edge of it, but that's all they can see. They can't see any depth. So, so they told like, a story and that's it. Yeah, and, 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 like, they understand why, like, you know... The, the Ruha show up and they kick all they start blowing up facilities in Australia and then the other guys show up and kick them out and of course the yeah. Australian entity's like well, we're getting attacked of course these guys must be our allies it makes yeah. sense they helped us they yeah. stopped it they stopped it and then um, you hear why they attacked and it's like oh, oh eh. it's still yeah. shitty but <laughs> yeah but like, they... it still fi- it still feels very suspect it, yeah. it's that kind of thing and they, they do lean on it a bit in the book um, with this whole kind of like vibe of like we don't know who we can really trust and they start to kind of question it a bit but it's just so empty until Skippy shows up and can be like oh yeah okay so this is how this all works like you yeah. just yeah. dumb it's, monkeys don't get it's it very, it's very generic shoot him a guy until that point and then it's like oh okay now there's an actual bit of world perspective and I can actually yeah. see the events that are happening and how they're going to play out yeah and, and once you've got that, it, it, you've actually got the meat to chew on, and you're like, ah, now I'm getting yeah. into this. And even and, like, well, so going into it, like, uh, Skippy pulls a few tricks, but mm. he says in it, like, this is only going to work this time because they don't know that this could happen. Or, like, yeah. And as you go further into it, it's mm. not just uh, Skippy's a, a win button. Like, yeah. there's some situations where they do fucking end up in the shit. And mm. yeah, it's a, an all powerful AI who can't help in every situation <laughs> yeah. they, need a, because, they need a dumb monkey brain to, to figure out what can't be done and then do it 
I mean, there's lots of times where Skippy's like, look, man, I'm not a military guy. I can't yeah. think of things like a military guy. Yeah. I need you to do the military thinking, and I'll do all the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, my favorite one is the one they keep bringing up in the thing is a bit of a dig at Skippy when he forgets that they need spacesuits. Yeah. <laughs> because to that. an AI at that level, it's like, it, it's meaningless. You just go over to the other ship. Yeah. Oh, wait. You're monkey people, and you need spacesuits. Yeah. You, uh, you, 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 you need air. You need life-saving stuff. Mm. And, and yeah, that that happens a few times where he completely forgets that oh shit, yeah. you're actual living beings, whereas I'm a AI who doesn't really care. And yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's just an Although, interesting play on it all. I, I did like the point where they realized that they were working for essentially space Nazis. Yeah, like it's the award ceremony up on like the mm. the ship for the lizard guys, and one was like, you have to look after the humans. It's like fuck everything so he just gets drunk and tells them straight out you are slaves you belong to us we are better than you you are inferior and these two like high ranking like colonels just seem like ah neat yeah yeah. that's fun to know uh that's when they start getting was it the fortune cookie they call it uh, yeah. fortune cookies yeah. from earth where in their supplies people are hiding messages saying they're killing people they're they're doing this they're just destroying everything and ripping mm. the planet apart so I was like yeah no I like this this is interesting but at the yeah. same time ah uh, later the later books it, it becomes very much a juggling spinning plates like he's trying to keep yeah. a lot of things moving while trying to keep things away from other things and yeah mm. it's just interesting where it goes to it's it's actually not a bad series if, mm. if you enjoyed like this fun. it's not our lit RPG that we've been listening to a lot lately but <laughs> yeah it's actually Although, quite an enjoyable series. It was actually really hard for me to start reading this book because I've been reading... Um, I've still been catching up and finishing up um, He Who Fights With Monsters. Yeah, the uh, eighth book, book before, of that dropped yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm up to book I'm seven. I'm listening to that now. <laughs> um, but, like, the book... I, I was I think it was on book four um, of He Who Fights With Monsters. I just finished it. But that book ends with Jason falling out of the sky to fight a gold ranker. <laughs> and it's like, what? You want me to go read some other book right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. No, I, but no, look, I enjoyed overall this book, it was really good. And I got stuck right into it. So. Mm. It's definitely something I'll... I'd be keen to hear more of now that Skippy's a thing in it. So, I yeah, got my backstory. It's good. I don't know if I'd read more of it. But it's the kind of thing where, like, if I was, like, I didn't have something else to read, and I was like, I need a book, it'd definitely be a series that'd be like, oh, hey, I could go read some more of that. Yeah, it, yeah. it's like a, a trashy book you take on holiday. It's not yes. something you're going you're gonna to sink your teeth into at home on a quiet Sunday, or I want to read a book. It's something like, i am got nothing better to do. I've got a half a day. Fuck it. I'm going to burn. I've got a nine-hour car ride to go. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a, a time-burning nothing book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, hey, nothing it, wrong with those books. Not fuck fuck it, it's, it's a series you put on in the background while you're doing mm. other shit. That's yeah. that's how it was to me, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. But, yeah, I I got hooked on audiobooks with the, the whole military sci-fi setting, yeah. and mm. this just ticked a few boxes with it, and it's like, oh, this is... I quite like this. Hmm. I, I do <laughs> like the military sci-fi genre. It's got some fun yeah. stuff in it. Definitely yeah. does. Though some of them are very, like, ground-based, and then it's great right up until, like, the third or fourth book when the writer realizes oh fuck hang on 
why don't they just start orbital bombardment and there's like okay well the whole ground movement was fucking pointless yeah um, yeah. Or you go straight to space combat where it's ship versus ship and they got to try and work out the timing of launching a missile and waiting for it to fucking get there. Mm. But yeah, this I enjoyed. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So, uh, Swoosh, I do believe yeah. you've got the Christmas book. I do. Uh, and, you know, this was an easy pick because we're going with The Hogfather mm. by Terry Pratchett. Because, because I why love would we that. not? <laughs> yeah, it's a great story. Um, the book itself is really fun. I have that one in hardcover somewhere. Uh, but yeah, no, I want more people to re- to listen or read to this. So mm. fuck yeah, that's it. The one for this one. Look, man, like any Terry Pratchett book is essentially a freebie as far as I'm concerned. This book's oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, he has a um, wonderful way of taking like very complex issues and distilling them down to core mechanics and just subtly giving them a piece, and then making them yeah. funny <laughs> or yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, it's one of those things where a, a life lesson comes out of left field to smack you in the fucking chops halfway through his books. I mean, like, my favorite one fuck? is still the um, the theory of bootstrap economics. Yeah, yeah. that was that, that was such a great uh, principle that. Yeah, and it makes so much sense, and it's like, yeah, this is how my life has gotten where it is. Yeah, pretty much. Like, everything I've read in his books is more or less true. It's like, I love this. This is perfectly fun. Um, But yeah, no, we're going to listen to that. I am also going to have to rewatch the, uh, was it the miniseries that came out? Because there were like four of them, or three of them done. Yeah. And their casting was spot on. Yeah, for Hogfather. Fucking oath it was. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that also has that really nice speech from um, Death talking to the auditors, mm-hmm. which is a great speech in the actual books as well. So, definitely Excellent. that one. See, I like this because it means that when we get around to doing the book review on this, we get to gush about Terry Pratchett again. <laughs> yes, pretty much. We'll have an entire Pratchett episode, I think. Yeah. How many books are in the series? Stuff. How many oh, books? there's about 40, I think, in Discworld. Alone. Well, there's our next three years done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like some of the stuff because they're all separated into different branches. Essentially, there's the witches, there's the guards, um, <clears throat> the wizards. Ones there's always just Rentwind running around, panicked. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I really connected with the guards series. Like, yeah, I I just absolutely love vines and the the whole uh, everything about the them character. Yeah, so the, the witches I enjoyed, but I just. I don't know what it is. I just really vibe with Vines and his whole crew. I loved it. Yeah. I, I See, really enjoyed anything I, with I pretty much just cherry picked those out and then went back to the others. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I mean, They're like, uh, the first Terry Pratchett thing I ever got to experience was um, the animated soul music TV show. Ah, I love that one. Um, that is the first thing I ever, ever ex- consumed that was Terry Pratchett. And. Yeah, that one's kind of lodged in my brain. It's like, just like, <laughs> well, it's there. Mu- I will never forget Music it. with Roxin came out in one of our D&D games. At yes, one it point. did. Because, <laughs> uh, like, one of the characters went running off and found a drow, basically a jazz club, and found Music with Roxin. It's like, yes, I love this. That's what we're calling it now. Um, but, yeah, like, I, quite honestly, if you've never heard the opening tune to the animated Discworld series, it is so Discworld, it's not funny. Um, it's great. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to rereading a Terry Pratchett novel. This is going to be great. Yeah, fucking earth. Yeah. Uh, a welcome change from everything we've 
all the lit RPGs and then the sci-fi like, and fucking everything we've been through for it for oh. Catch 22 or like far yeah yeah see we've what we, some, we do we've some we, ups and downs and <laughs> oh yeah we, we look we do the Terry Pratchett and then jump straight to Hitchhiker's Guide just because they both <laughs> had really good like and very similar writing styles it was yeah. really interesting but uh see how we go so that's what we're doing I'll uh, update the pages as required for that one excellent um, uh, well, well we're out past now so uh, I think we're good for this week yeah that was a fun chat very much so so uh, y'all have a good one Bye. See ya.